Today's episode is taken from our Lunch and Learn in our Connect Her Collective. I had the pleasure of interviewing Carolyn Smith. Carolyn is a personal trainer as well as a Connect Her leader. Right in the middle of the pandemic, Carolyn had to look at ways of being able to maintain her business throughout lockdown. She shares with us how she was able to pivot her business and be able to deliver quality service to her clients. Carolyn also shares with us today some fantastic tips on hydration, exercise and healthy eating to maintain happy endorphins in our business and our outlook. So stay tuned for a great episode of the Connect Her podcast. Connect Her podcast with Lee Cummins is a podcast that shares inspiration, education and connection for the entrepreneur. Hi, I'm Lee Cummins and I'm the founder of Connect Her. I'll be sharing interviews with thought leaders, go-getters, as well as real business owners. And I'll also be sharing tips, thoughts, tools and also strategies for the motivated lady boss. So join me for each episode. Don't forget, if you'd like to connect, you can visit our website, connecther.com.au. So Caroline Smith is also a leader with Connect Her, and uh, Caroline runs the Hampton um, Connect Her and does a great lunchtime afternoon sort of session, which has been proving to be really fantastic. Caroline is also a personal trainer and uh, given the situation, Carolyn's had to pivot her business quite considerably um, over the last few months. So welcome, Carolyn. It's good to have you on board with our Lunch and Learn today. Thank you for having me. I'm so quite excited to be on, so it's good. Excellent. Now, we've all had businesses where we've had um, some challenges. We've had to move things, adjust things and so on. Now, tell me, you've had to pivot your business um, quite considerably, I would say. Yeah, I have, but I guess probably not as much as some because I didn't have to close down, thank goodness. Um, yeah. So for all of us personal trainers, luckily we are still allowed to do one-on-one -on -one personal training. Uh, it still has to be outside, um, but at least that's something. And we've gone online. Now, this was actually something that came up in one of my networking events um, probably only the month before this all happened. And someone said to me, oh, why don't you do online classes? And I said, oh, actually, it's something I've been thinking of for a while, but, you know, you kind of put things on the back burner and go, yep, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. I'll get to that one day. And then this all happened and it was just the fluke that I was actually at a fitness convention that weekend. Mm -hmm. And we talked about this. We talked about how we would go online and all that kind of stuff. So everything then, that was on the Sunday and the Saturday and the Sunday and on the Tuesday or the Monday, basically, the gyms closed and everything happened. So yeah. we were forced into going online, basically. So it, it was did you, a learning did you, Yeah, I, I was just about to ask, did you find... Um, like some people feel really comfortable in front of a, a camera. Others uh, find it really challenging. And I'm assuming that uh, 
you know, there's going to be a lot of people in between that uh, were like, yay, embrace it because they felt comfortable. Mm -hmm. Others that thought, I just can't do this. Where did you sit in that spectrum? Luckily, because for a long time I've been doing videos online mm -hmm. and my videos, you know, they're not perfect. It's just me. I try and keep them pretty natural and, you know, this is the situation. Um, so I just kind of got in front of the camera. You know, you just take the class. And yeah. the good thing is on the Zoom classes, I can see the people. So I can see the clients. So Whereas those that are actually taking, um, you know, Facebook Live, mm -hmm. then you're kind of just talking to yourself and you don't know. That's where I feel uncomfortable is actually doing Facebook Lives and stuff because you're not, even though there are people that can say, hey, I'm here, you can't physically see them. Whereas at least uh, I classify the difference between what we do with these online classes compared to an app is that like, you know, on an app, you're just seeing that person doing those exercises and you can follow along, you can cheat. <laughs> you know, yeah. you can sit there and go, oh, I'm just going to have a little break now and I'll, I'll put that on pause and I'll come back to it. And then maybe you don't come back to it. <laughs> yeah. Whilst doing something else. Whereas this class, you know, I can see you, I can train you. So you can actually still get personal training online. And that's the difference. So I can say, hey, Lee, you know, get your bum down on that plank because I can actually see you. Uh, and I can encourage you and say, hey, guys, you know, we've got 60 seconds on this exercise. We've got 10 seconds left. So I can push you, uh, whereas you don't get that on an app. No, that's exactly right when you've got an app. And, look, I've got apps on my phone that I put mm. on with all good intention and then right. um, something happens and I think, oh, I'll get to that. Where, where you've got the commitment to go on to a Zoom call, um, whether it be for personal training or for business or whatever it happens to be, you've got that commitment. And it's the same. I, I won't go to the, I won't go to a class or something unless I've got somebody else that I might let down. Um, yeah. So you, yeah. you feel like you're letting the team down or you're letting uh, the mm -hmm. trainer down. So, yeah. So now, um, You've had to go to Zoom. So uh, have you had to have, like, people assist you to set up your video camera or have you just been able to just do it yourself? Because I know you've been doing well, um, some little push-up challenges for people. I've been watching those. Yeah. Look, this is where the challenge has been uh, because, because I'm an outdoor-based um, personal trainer, I like to keep it outdoors. Mm -hmm. Now, I've only got a little backyard. Uh, and I'm across the road from a train. So I still do my sessions outside. And look, you might just get the noise of the train, but I just try and speak loudly. We've had loads of hiccups, you know, with all the security issues that Zoom have done and, you know, people, um, even the line dropping out, um, you know, screens get frozen. But you just kind of go through and, and everyone accepts it. And, you, you know, we're lucky that they persevere, we persevere, you know, we're getting lots of thank yous from clients saying, you know, you guys are doing a great job. Um, so that's good. Um, but, yeah, look, so it has been tough, but it's also mm -hmm. great because I set up the laptop in the backyard. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
you know, prop it around in different, I've got lights. So I've got a backyard light, another little light that I pop on the ground to make sure that they can see me and I'm lit up. Um, and yeah, so as soon as the class is finished, pack up the laptop back inside. There's <laughs> no travel time. No travel. Yeah. Yeah. So and Carolyn, given that you, I mean, you have had to pivot part of your business, uh, not all of it, but um, do you think that moving on uh, and after whatever um, lockdown looks like and whenever it is, do you think this is something that people will continue to embrace and it may be something that you can maintain uh, long term? Mm -hmm. It's actually an interesting question and it's a question that the entire fitness industry is wondering whether, mm -hmm. you know, when the gyms open, are people even want to going to go to the gym? And they're thinking, you know, those people that have a gym membership and they don't use it because <laughs> they go, oh, yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. They feel like they're the type of those people won't come back because yeah. they'll have now been either doing stuff online or doing their own thing. Um, it's interesting, though. My husband has had a gym membership. We were talking about this just the other day. He's had a gym membership for, I'd say, eight or nine years now. And um, he goes religiously twice a week. Mm -hmm. So one of the days he goes and meets his mate and they do a, a cycle class and then they go and have coffee. And I'm sure there's a pancake or something afterwards, but we won't go there. Uh, and then yeah. he goes one other time. But, uh, you know, he actually said, do you know what? I don't know whether I really need to keep going to the gym because, oh, yeah. uh, you know, he's he's doing uh, other exercises and, and things like that. So even though he's been going for that long, he's actually querying whether there's value in what he's been doing. So it may be different people have different yeah. um, you know. I still think there's a place for a gym membership for people because you can't do spin classes mm. and that's I take spin classes and that's I miss those and I think just people will still want to go somewhere they'll want to yeah. go out of their house and they'll they'll want to go to a gym now for people that lift heavy weights you know I mean I've got a shed full of fun equipment to use which I do but there are my strength days that I don't get the heavier weights that I would use. And so for men especially, it might change for females. It will be interesting, although I do know a lot of a lot of women that go to the gym are those class, you know, class types. So they go and they do their, you know, Les Mills classes. They do their pump and, and that kind of stuff. So I still think they might go back. Mm -hmm. But... For me, I'm hoping that people that are now currently training outdoors might want to continue that and then they just want the guidance so they might start coming to group outdoor training. But on the yeah. other hand, we've been, um, you know, I've been toying with the idea because also there's talk that people will still want online even when this is finished. So I've already put in place that as a bonus to my current clients, I'm going to be doing um, three sessions a week on Zoom and then they'll get access to the recordings as well, which they currently do. So if they miss the live, they can do the recording. Uh, and then it will be a matter of maybe targeting, you know, at-home mums 
that yeah, can't get out. out and they want to do something at home. Yeah. So that's kind of or what I'm going to do moving that, forward. Even people that may be, you know, working and they can't fit in with the time, but they're happy to um, go online at a time that suits yeah. them and then and then uh, sort of slot in some of the live ones as well. Yeah. So that's that's great that you've um, you have had to pivot some of your business um, yeah. and still maintain the true essence of it, which is just what I always think is so important. Because um, yeah. you can pivot any part of your business, but you've still got to keep that true essence of what it is. Um, yeah. So uh, it, that can be challenging. Now, how did that go for you um, on a mental level? Because I know for me, I had a little bit of a, oh my God, what's going to happen um, moment until I sort of <laughs> gave myself yeah. a little slap and said, calm down. This is what. How did you keep up a, a positive front and did it affect you in any way? Look, luckily for me, it's only slightly affected me. Um, as I said, it's just the travel time obviously is less. So I'm not going to the park. Mm -hmm. um, but I think a big key, and this is for everyone that I've found, I've kept a relative routine. The thing that I've loved the most is a no 6 a.m. session. <laughs> so I have yeah. been able to sleep in. But I get up and I do some work and then I train. So mm -hmm. I actually make sure that every morning I'm doing my exercise. I have, um, at the moment, I'm taking two Zoom sessions on a Tuesday and a Thursday morning, and I participate in that. So I do it with them. Um, and so that way I know that my workout is done. Mm -hmm. And then the other days is that I make sure I've done my workout, I have my shower, and I get dressed for the day, and, you know, I have my coffee, whatever it is. So... I'm still trying to keep a routine and then I'll sit down at my desk and do whatever else. You know, there's, I'm sure everyone's in the same situation. There's loads of webinars on out there. So I'm still keeping busy, uh, you know, in self-education, you know, personal development and all that kind of stuff. So that's the main thing for me. You know, obviously still my Facebook stuff um, that, you know, I'm still posting and educating my clients as much as possible every day. Uh, and, yeah, just trying to put health out there, and and but I think that's the biggest thing is actually trying to keep a routine. Absolutely, and then, I, yeah, I and totally then taking agree classes with that. at night. Yeah, so we've got classes at night, which I'm sharing with another trainer. We kind of combined our businesses, uh, and the nights that he takes sessions because I mean I haven't had a night off in twenty years, so it's been a real treat for me as well. But I'll go for a walk instead, so that I'm not wasting that hour but I'm just trying to get my steps in, you know, it's mm -hmm. like everyone else. Just um, So, yeah, I think just trying to keep active and and I guess the other thing for most people which they're probably struggling with is food. Now, this was going to be my next question, Carolyn, mm -hmm. because yeah. um, I know that uh, I just got a new um, cooker thing, you know, a thermo cooker. And so I've been playing with all these recipes and, um, you know, we, we did the vanilla slice on the weekend and I got on the scale and a kilo right on the hip. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, and there's still some left, so not much though. But um, we are all 
bound a little bit more to our home life. And I'm really lucky. We've got a beautiful outlook out, out the back yeah. and we've seen a lot of new traffic um, of, um, we call them the visitors because they're uh, the tourists. They're just, you know, they yeah. don't, we don't normally see them. So, um, but it is important to stay um, fit, healthy and strong um, and particularly keep our immune system uh, strong uh, given what's going on. So have you got some tips for people on how and what they can do to to maintain um, strength, health, and mm -hmm. and exercise because it also helps, as we know, with the with the endorphins that keep us happy and, and yeah. uh, positive. The three biggest things that most that everyone needs to focus on is hydration, uh, sleep, and their exercise. So now might be a time for some people that. You know, if they're working from home and they don't have to get up and go out early, then they might get a little bit more sleep or they might be able to mm -hmm. go to bed earlier uh, because, you know, there's nothing, not much on TV or whatever. <clears throat> so I think that's what people, people need to be focusing right now um, if they are working from home. And I know that it can be a lot harder right now for parents because they're doing homeschooling as well. Uh, so that's where it's also really important to keep those routines. And then for those that have families at home that are probably driving them bananas, obviously keeping, you know, we need to keep the food healthy because that still affects our brain and our mind, our energy levels and all that kind of stuff. So it's still super important um, because if we aren't healthy, then we as business owners or as people in general can't, you know, be successful, whether that be at home or at work. So being healthy for your family, you know, is still a success. Um, if you're going to work or you're working from home, you still need to be mentally alert. And that's where food comes in because if you load your body up with sugar and then you want to sit in on a meeting on a Zoom, you could still be sitting there going, you know, nodding off mm. because that sugar is just affecting your brain. And also if you haven't had enough water. So for a lot of people that are finding they might be getting that afternoon slump, have a glass of water. It could simply be that you're dehydrated because that just affects our body immensely. You know, a slight, a 2% drop in hydration can affect your performance. Um, Absolutely. So, I know that if yeah. I haven't had enough to drink, I get a dull headache no matter what because um, I've always, uh, you know, in the past suffered from severe um, crippling migraines. And mm -hmm. so I've always got um, plenty of fluid with me because I know that even if my hydration levels drop a little bit, I'll end up with a headache. Not a mm -hmm. migraine, but it will then go to that. So um, also if I don't have enough hydration, I get hungry or I think I'm hungry. Correct. And so yep. I start, uh, you know, wandering around the around the mm -hmm. cupboard, you know, oh, what is there? But if I can keep my hydration up, then I know yep. that um, I'm not going to go down that avenue. Yeah. And so that leads into the, like, the perfect little trick. If you do feel a little bit hungry or just you could be bored and, you, you know, and you're just searching, have that glass of water because uh, it can curb 
the appetite, even just for a little bit, you know, um, until you mm. figure out whether you really are hungry or whether you're just bored. And something else, actually, I was on on something yesterday and it came up. Um, they said, actually, do up a list and pop it on your fridge of things that you can do. So it might be activities and it might be, you know, read for 10 minutes or have that glass of water, walk around the block or, you know, pick some sort of activity that if you do feel hungry, go and do the activity and then come back. And if you still feel hungry, go, all right, maybe I am. Um, yeah, so I think it is harder for people being at home because they're right near the fridge if they're not used to it. I mean, you know, I'm working from home, so I'm kind of used to it. And also, you know, like you, got new toys, people are baking and cooking, and that's all well and good. But maybe, you know, make sure it's cooking healthy meals because, you yeah. know, maybe you could start planning now for when you are going to go back to the office uh, and start popping some stuff in the freezer. Uh, and yeah, be prepared for when you are going to be even busier. Absolutely, and uh, like my my Sunday was my big cook up day, so there was soups and and uh, yeah. the little treat as I said of these vanilla slices, which I've never made in my entire life, and I was so excited that it actually stood up. But um, I wasn't that excited when I got on the scales this morning, and I thought. Oh, <laughs> and my husband was the same. He's put on a kilo and I said, well, I hope you enjoyed those vanilla slices. We're not having them again. Um, yeah. So, but one of the things um, that I have spoken about uh, previously on the Lunch and Learn and also on um, the podcast is that I actually prepare my day and um, this is actually a cold drink uh, yeah. because this is um, uh, insulated. So I don't mm -hmm. have to go into, that's my cold drink. I don't have to go into the kitchen because I have my cold drink with me. And uh, this is my hot drink. So I've got my coffee. Um, so that again, I don't have it's to coffee. go. It's actually, no, it's not. It's, um, it's, <laughs> I actually thought it was too, but it's not, it's only about that much. So it's a normal, normal cup. So, um, cause it sits in like it's double walled and everything. Uh, okay. But it means that um, I can keep working away and I don't have to go, oh, I'll just go to the kitchen and boil a cuppa. Because mm -hmm. what do you do when you go and boil a cuppa? You go and check the biscuit tin. Uh, you probably don't, Carolyn, but I do. Um, so I'll I'm, I'm stop myself now by being prepared. I have those two. When my lunchtime comes, I refill whatever I'm going to have for the afternoon and I have my lunch and I have cut out snacking from lunch uh, from breakfast to lunch and lunch yep. to dinner and because when I first started working from home I put on so many kilos because I would uh, get stuck on a project and I would just go and um, you know do a graze of the kitchen and it would start yep. off at the fridge and it would end at the biscuit tin so um, where instead um, we've got Susan High who's just said I graze through the day well, I had to stop because mm. I was just going um, ridiculous. So have you got any tips to, um, I, I know you said about water, but any other tips like maybe keeping a little jar of nuts or something at, in your office or do you have any tips that you've got? 
Well, I think it just goes back to being prepared. And when you're, ma- if you're wanting to cook, you know, or make food and snacks, um, I make the little bliss balls. Mm-hmm. So they're healthy, you know, made with nuts and seeds and, pro- you know, my vegan protein powder and um, all those kind of things. So I make little healthy balls and keep those in the fridge. Yeah. It can be just as simple as seriously like keeping, you know, your celery and carrot sticks in your hummus or whatever it might be. Or sticking to times. Give yourself time limits. Now, I do intermittent fasting every day, so I don't eat until 12 o'clock generally. I eat between 12 and 8. So that helps me so much because before I started that, and I've been doing it for years, but before I started, I could still be eating at 9.30 at night. Mm. And because you're just snacking while you're watching TV. But for me, mentally having that time limit says, no, you can't eat until those times. Uh, And I find that really good for someone that, you know, might not have as much willpower or, you know, I need that discipline to myself. And I just find that that is the one thing that works. And then maybe it might be, um, keeping time limits after that and saying, you know what, I I can't eat and, you know, I can have lunch at 12 and then I can't eat until, you know, 3 and then eat at 6 or whatever it might be. But sometimes that can work for people mm-hmm. um, because or even just making sure that you are really hungry before you eat and try and cut out the snacking. Because it's even gone, you know, someone just one day said, hey, we need to eat six more meals a day. And then someone ran with it and it just spread like wildfire. It's never, ever been scientifically proven. And now it's proven that you're better off just having those, um, the meal and not snacking and grazing. Uh, Because, you know, one day someone said, oh, it increases your metabolism. Well, it doesn't necessarily. If anything, you just keep loading up your digestive system until you get to that point where, you know, you feel like you're going to explode or whatever. And that's why we need to do the fasting. That's why it's proven now because your body needs a minimum of 12 hours to digest everything overnight before you you eat at at night and then you eat again at 6 o'clock in the morning because you think you have to before you go to work. If you're not hungry, don't eat. It's as simple yeah. as that. And same yeah. as, you know, breakfast now, you know, they've again, we've always been taught that we have to eat breakfast. If you're not hungry, don't eat it. Just wait until you are hungry, then eat. Yes, absolutely. And um, it's interesting that uh, you say about those six little meals because that's what um, I, I went to eat program I won't say <laughs> they're well known yeah. uh, and they were saying you know oh, you have these you know little meals you have the, your breakfast and then you have a snack and then you have your lunch and then you have a snack and um, I always thought there's no time for your body to uh, to, to eat away at the fats that you have stored so, um, yeah. so it's interesting you say that now I'm just looking mm-hmm. at the comments that um, Susan High has put in about snacking about fresh fruit now um mm-hmm. I will say that I've also got a blitzer thing and I was uh, over summer put, making these beautiful fruit drinks and um, again I watched my weight go up because it was so high in sugar 
good sugars, you know, like it was fruit. So I was thinking I was doing the right thing when I probably should have had not as much fruit and a lot more water in it. So I'll get you just to comment on the the, the fruit aspect yep. as well because there's all that hidden, hidden sugars yep. in there. So people get scared about fruit because of the sugar content. Now, unless you are trying to reduce your fructose levels because some people um, have reactions to fructose, um, then, yeah, you pick the fruits that are lower in fructose. There are a handful, like some pears and some apples and stuff. Um, now, juicing, if you've got a normal juicer and that's where you're eating or drinking, sorry, pure sugar, because all the pulp, all the goodness. This is where you um, pulp it out and you're just left with yeah. cold-pressed yeah. juice. Yeah. Yeah. So this is why Nutribullet took off and was so amazing and I use Nutribullet all the time uh, because you put the whole thing in. So you can put the skin and everything in because often in our in the skin of the fruit, that's where all the nutrition, all the nutrition is. I mean, even, you know, do you peel off the pith on the um, on your orange and your mandarins? That's where all mm -hmm. the goodness is. That's where all the fibre is, uh, even in the skin. So this is where we miss out on a lot of the nutrients because they actually get left behind when you're juicing and that's why it's better to use a Nutribullet. Uh, and or, you know, it's better to just eat the whole piece of fruit. And fruit is best to eaten on an empty stomach. So you often find people have a meal and then they have a piece of fruit afterwards. And what happens if you do this, well, probably more so if you do get prone to bloated um, and, you know, maybe gas, um, then the reason is because all the gases in, like apples actually produce the most amount of gas of all fruits. Um, and, I mean, I eat an apple a day, but I eat it on an empty stomach. So what happens is all those gases and everything, they ferment with the food and that's what the produces the bad gas um, but also gives you bloatedness and cramping because everything's just fermenting. Mm. So there's a tip on your fruit anyway. Uh, you know, eat, um, you know, fruit with peanut butter. Um, you know, so things, if you're eating fat, so never be afraid to eat fat or good fats because they're going to keep help you keep fuller for longer. So if you are looking for that snack, you can have a piece of fruit and a handful of nuts. Or you can just eat the nuts. Don't be afraid of trail mix either. Um, you know, so eat things that are good fats uh, and that are good for you when you're snacking. Even, you know, yogurt um, and uh, if you're trying to go dairy-free, there's the coconut yogurts and all those kind of things. Um, they have a bit of protein and, again, they might help you feel fuller for, for longer and you can have, you know, a small bowl of fruit and nuts and yogurt. And make your own little dessert. So we've covered hydration, we've covered eating and, and not snacking too much. Um, so next level is our exercise. How can we get those extra steps in while we're working from home? I know that if I don't go for a walk, if I don't start moving around, I get really sluggish and uh, even my creativity just, you know, goes down the toilet. It's like I've got, you know, 
I just sit there and think, ugh. But if I can get out and go for a bit of a walk, get some fresh air, get some vitamin D, you feel better. So give us some uh, some tips on um, working from home but staying active. All right. Well, I've got three things for you. So this is something that I've been doing. Uh, so I discovered Spotify. And I went through and, you know, liked all my favourite dancey songs and stuff like that. And I keep that on my laptop open there. And if you need a few minutes, like if you're working from home and you need a few minutes, you know what, pop on your favourite song, dance around, I dance around the kitchen. So I get the heart rate up, I get the blood pumping and everything's moving and you just do that whole dance like no one's watching, all right? Just go hell for leather on your dancing around the kitchen. So that's one thing that you can do. Um, Another thing is obviously just go for a walk around the block. You know, a walk around the block, well, my block takes me, what, probably eight to ten minutes, all right, so you can do that. Um, and then the other thing, and this was something that I came across just recently, let's say you wanted to do a, you know, 40-minute workout for the day but you didn't think you had a 40-minute block. So they're saying that you can break it down and you can either do 10 minutes four times a day or you might want to do five minutes eight times a day. So you could set your timer, um, you know, every couple of hours or whatever it might be, and then you go and do your five or your 10 minutes of exercise, whether that just be some squats, lunges, push-ups, sit-ups, whatever it is in your lounge room, you know, some core strengthening exercises because we all need those at the moment because we're probably sitting down a lot mm, uh, or even just have a stretch. So these are some simple things that you can do at home just in five or ten minutes and you just spread them out throughout the day uh, and then by the end of the day you've done a 40-minute workout. Fantastic. And you didn't have to get all hot and sweaty and didn't have to s- sort of save a 40-minute block and go, oh, my God, I don't have time because you've done it throughout the day just incidentally and even um because i know for me i'm spending a lot of time in the office i'm spending a lot of time on zoom calls uh phone calls i try and um if it's a you know one-on-one try not to do zoom i just say let's get on the phone um because i put my buds in and i just walk as i'm and uh, you know take my notebook with me or if I know that I've got to take notes, I'll just walk up and down our house. Like mm-hmm. it's inside. The other day it was like bucketing down with rain and mm-hmm. I just walked up and down to the front door, back door, front door, or front door office, front door office, and it just kept my steps going. And it yep. didn't mean that because uh, I've been getting a really sore hip from sitting so long because I'm not used to sitting for so long. So, um, so that, yes, I... Those little couple of minutes or five minutes are, are good options. So I like that. Breaking Even as you just said, I, as I try and do that as well. I pop my ear things in um, and when I'm on a phone call, I always stand or I and mm-hmm. I try and move around. And, and as you said, unless you, I actually am taking notes, um, but I still stand at the kitchen bench rather than sit at the desk and take those notes. Uh, as long as I'm a bit more up 
or I'm able to move, even just, you know, I sort of move my hips. <laughs> I might just stand there and yeah. swivel my hips and, you know, move around while I'm um, standing there. But it's always still going to be better than sitting down because, you know, Absolutely. as we've been told many times and, you know, it's now proven sitting can kill. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. because Set it our, life our body, yeah, from sitting down, our body actually just goes in, everything kind of like just stops and becomes really and, sedentary, yeah. yeah. And, and they even say um, that the people that might go to the gym in the morning, and it's great they've done their workout, but if they sit the rest of the day, that's still just as bad. Our bodies were designed to move. So this is why the incident, the more incidental um, exercise you can pop into your day, whether that be, you know, if you're working in an office building and you've got stairs, you go to, up the stairs instead of the elevator, you know, whatever it might be, the more incidental exercise that you can do without sitting in one spot for hours and hours on end. Because I know if I'm sitting down and I get doing something and you get up and you go, oh, as you said, my hips. Because it just lock in that seated position. Yes, yes. And so what happens is you keep shortening your hip flexors and then you go to stand up and lengthen out and go, oh, my God. And then you go for a run and you go, why am I so sore? Mm. And you just, yeah. Now, I'm going to do a call out. If anybody has got any questions while we've got Carolyn on, because there is a little bit of a lag between uh, comments coming through into this system. So... Um, so I'll put a call out if anybody has got any questions at all uh, so that we can um, pop them through for uh, Carolyn uh, or anything that you'd like to add. We'd love to hear from you. Now, uh, Carolyn, obviously, you know, we can do these five-minute five minute, um, stints throughout the course of the day, but we can also go and do one of your classes. And um, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Uh, so you can go to my website, inspiredfitnesssolutions.com. You guys can also um, download my free workouts. So I've got two ebooks, Fit in 15, Volume 1 and 2. Uh, so Volume 1 is free and that's five 15-minute workouts that can be done anywhere at any time with no equipment. All right, so I do those when I'm on holidays. Um, you can do them in a hotel room. You can, you know, take them down to the park, do them in a park, whatever it might be. Uh, you can do them at home. Uh, and the other thing, obviously, you know, my business is located in Hampton East at Basterfield Park. So you can come and do the outdoor sessions there. We've got mornings and nights. Uh, or, yeah, now once this is all over, we're going to continue and I'll have those three Zoom sessions. So I'm planning on doing a 40-minute Zoom uh, on a Monday morning. Uh, a Wednesday I'm going to do like a quickie, a 20-minute that anyone can do, that a time pour. And also I'm going to do a 30-minute stretch class on a Friday at lunchtime. So they're the oh, three that I'm going to have going. And uh, I'm going to keep that going for um, ongoing, like so anyone can actually just pay for those and it's going to be $10 a week. And um, oh my gosh, that is so reasonable. That is just fantastic. Yeah. But as I said, you'll get access to the recording as well. So if you don't make it to the live session that I do, then uh, you can just do the recorded session whenever you want. Excellent. 
Now we've had a question come through. Do you put the whole orange in the Nutribullet? No, I don't actually. <laughs> I guess um, so. When I'm talking about it, so, but but still, don't take all the pith off. Like leave all that the white, you know, as much of that on. But take the skin off. Um, but anything that's got a thin skin that you can yeah. use in a neutral bullet. So um, like your apple, your pear, your, yeah. your plant, yeah. obviously. Yeah, anything like that. Yeah. I guess that's I'm true. sort of thinking from a perspective of um, my nutrition business, we actually use the whole thing of the of the fruit. So it's the mm. skin, it's whatever, whatever that whole fruit entails because that's where all the nutrients are. Um, that's all used to make our products. Excellent, excellent. I'm just going to check if there's any more comments. Um, so I don't think so. We'll just give it a minute or two more. So um, I love the fact that you've got these online sessions that people can access. Uh, so and you've got your free ebook. So inspiredfitnesssolutions.com. Um, Susan is interested in those exercises, so thank you and a great presentation. Right. Thank you, Susan, for joining us and having lunch with us today. You can go yep. for a little walk. So um, put the W's in front, but it's inspiredfitnesssolutions.com. And, of course, if you're a business owner, head on over to um, uh, to that Hampton uh, Connect Her and you'll be able to connect also with uh, Carolyn. And um, you can simply just go to the Connect Her website, Connect Her. Hey, not so fast. We love to stay connected and we hope that you will. It's really easy. We've got our website, connecther.com.au. If you like Facebook, then we've got some great opportunities for you. We've got our Connect Her page as well as our Connect Her Collective. This is a great online networking tool. We also have our Connect Her Marketplace where you can promote your business every single day of the week, any day of the week, and once a day. If you prefer Instagram, then head over to Instagram and check out Connect Her AU. If you'd like to connect with me on LinkedIn, just simply check out Lee Cummins. So don't forget to stay connected.